I'm Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review, and joining me is TSU head coach Vernet Skeet. Coach Skeet, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. You're a busy. You're a busy coach. I, you know, we have to work. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. And when I'm Understood. not doing TSU business, I'm doing Lloyd's business. So I tend to be occupied just a tad bit. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. All right. I'm going. To, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today is to discuss the non-conference schedule. I'm going mm -hmm. to pull it up right here. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. First game of the season at New Mexico. That's a tough yeah. start, Coach. It is. Um, I, I think we definitely have a team that's ready for the challenge. I'm pretty excited about that. We wanted to get out and get on the road. Um, you know, that was a that was a a lot of balance in between what we learned about ourselves um, last year. And so coming into this year, we wanted to kind of challenge ourselves, but also give ourselves room to grow um, in between different styles of play. Um, that could kind of prepare us a little bit better for a SWAT competition. So um, we chose to get up and get out on the road to start early on um, and then be able to come back home. Uh, we had to return with um, uh, versus North America. And then we uh, we're going to head up to Old Dominion. Uh, we wanted to get up there because that D.C., Virginia area, obviously we have two kids from that area that we kind of mm -hmm. want to get home as well, too. And that was a pretty com competitive game. Uh, we feel like we lost down the stretch, so we definitely feel like we've got some, um, you know, we we're, we, we want to see that challenge again. And and obviously, you know, you, LSU on the schedule, you know, the best of the best, those are the national champions. Um, so what better way to gauge yourself and to prepare yourself than to play those. I mean, obviously we got a lot of the um, the, the the hometown teams in Rice and Houston that we wanna to continue to keep the local rivals that we're excited to be able to play this year. And, um, you know, a couple of home games coming back. So yeah, we, we got a pretty full schedule. Um, I don't think that is new uh, to conference, uh, non-conference games when we talk about TSU and playing in the SWAC. Um, but we're excited with the competition level that we have and the kids that we have competing. Um, and we think we'll do quite well. What What's the process for you in putting together a non-conference schedule? Um, my biggest thing this year was to get my, my, my whole, whole scheme this year is to be community. Um, that's really one of them going into my second year. I wanted to have more of an imprint in the community. Uh, so my, my biggest challenge was to get home games. Now, obviously we had some contracts and some, we had to fulfill and fix. So we had to return to some people this year, but, uh, from last year, but the majority of my, my building was to challenge just one challenge, the best of the best, but also establish our home base. And so this year we have five non-conference home games, which we're really excited about. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's pretty unprecedented um, for um, TSU coming into. Sure. So a lot of the, what we, what else we had was challenging us around those. We had to come up with that. And once we got that fulfilled, we built around that um, 
And so, you know, I also wanted to be a fearless, fearless competitors, you know. Um, and so if you, you want to walk around our theme is crowns on and, you know, you want to be you, you go play the best of the best. So obviously, you know, it was a no brainer to try to get in there and compete against LSU and give our kids that opportunity um, to see to keep their crowns on versus the national champs. And so that was a lot of it. Like, how do we challenge them? How do we get in front of our fans? How do we build this connection with our community? You know, it's very hard to build a relationship long distance. True, true. <laughs> so, so we tried to fix that. Well, we really wanted to make sure uh, we're trying to get about 100 hours of community service this year. We really want to be out in high schools and elementaries, you know, out and about in the community at parks and centers, you know, community um, engagement areas. And, uh, and and then we wanted to give people something to come out and celebrate with us and to be proud with us that. So that's why we kind of built from that out and everything else was just kind of filling in. And I, I saw you and the team at the uh, first, hopefully, annual Fan Fest. Mm-hmm. What was your impressions of that as a first event, hopefully it becomes an annual event? I mean, I thought it was amazing. I think it's great anytime, you know, even though we're on a college campus together and you would think um, that we see each other more, but like for our players, for our coaches, even, you know, for me, it was great to be able in one spot to look at all of these kids and get familiar with their faces and know like that's soccer and that's golf. And then, you know, get excited about their personalities and see them walking out. And so for us, we've committed to making sure we have like a TSU women's basketball takeover for every sport. And so through that event, it made us connect more. So, you know, we've already done football and and soccer and and, and volleyball for our team days. So it was great for us because we're going to fulfill that as all the other respective uh, sports pick up in their season. Um, It was great camaraderie for us to see their energy and their passion. Some of these things for us, too, we're hearing on Instagram the scores and the updates because our season, but we made a conservative effort um, to become more familiar with them. Um, so so not just the fans, but but for us in general, it was an immaculate experience orchestrated by, you know, our, our phenomenal vice president, <laughs> you know, of athletic, the, you know, direct. So like we, we were glad that VP Granger was able to create that experience for us, because for me, like especially coming into you know, my second year, it was great just seeing the kids and you could just kind of sprinkle the blood of Jesus and pray over everybody in one area and mm-hmm. wish everybody, uh, you know, blessings as the season got started. So it was exciting. I really enjoyed it. And I'm definitely looking forward to, um, to, to it, it coming back next year. You mentioned it. This is will be your second season at TSU as head coach. Mm-hmm. What did you learn in your first season as head coach at TSU? Um, just the structure and the dynamics of things. I think, you know, obviously when you're in different places, things run, you know, differently. And I think um, that was a little bit more of a challenge of figuring out how to get things that your kids need done and, you know, how to approach those to where it's a workload on everybody and you're trying to not overwhelm people at the same time, but it's still a necessity. And so um, transitioning the culture where the starting point should have been, and it's not only with your team, 
you know, the starting point has to be outside of everything that you touch and then you build it from there. You know, you can't just know great farmer goes into a field and just plant seeds, no matter what they're trying to grow. They're going to till the soil first. They're going to build environment. They're going to pluck out the weeds. They're going to pluck out the thing. And that's what we had to really do um, so that we give the opportunity for some of our young women who take the HBCU route to not always have to grow as a rose through the concrete, but grow through fertile ground because the rose could become a fertile bush. Mm -hmm. And so that was the approach. And I, and I really put my foot down on that. And um, I'm already, we're already reaping the benefits of it. And, and you'll be able to see this team look, energy, feel different. Um, and their approach and their, their demeanor, you know, uh, we, 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 we had a lot of situations where we got so used to losing or expecting not to overcome. Okay. Um, and that's what I'm trying to change, that mentality, um, that ex expectation not to overcome. And, uh, and so I, I think we, 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 I got better as a coach with tools for that. Because, uh, you know, in the, some of the places I've been prior, you, you, you're able to recruit that mentality a lot easier. Um, and what good are you as a coach if you can't overcome those barriers? And so I became better as well as a coach um, and for those challenges for what um, my, my team needed for this environment. How many players on this year's roster? Uh, we have 14. We have 14 players on this roster. And, and who are they? And, and who are some of the players that fans should uh, expect big things from this year? If they're on the roster, everybody. Okay. <laughs> All right. my, my, they, they know that rent is due and there's a requirement for everybody. Um, and so I do think that's that's what, you know, the approach of our system and our style of play, which was a little bit different. Because uh, sometimes you, you, you can have kids who don't want the same responsibility, even though they say they want to be a part of it, but they don't want the work of that. And um, right now we have everybody that, that does want to contribute and want to work and want to have a role and a responsibility. Um, and so I, I do think that we're going to be very successful in that. Um, we, we, we still are relatively young. Mm -hmm. You know, um, coming into the situation, we, we do not have any uh, seniors. Um, and so our our, our juniors, um, will, I think we have four, junior, four, five juniors, and all of them are, except for Lily, are newcomers. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, they're JUCO players and they're transfers. And so um, that's still new, even though it has experience, basketball experience, but our system the SWAC experience, um, all of that is still relatively new. And so we don't have anybody that has more experience than Lily, who is currently um, coming off of a Jones fracture, <laughs> you know? So uh, we're still relatively new to this, but we're hungry. So it's very exciting. Um, you know, we, we got our point guards coming in who have just a high QI. I'm grateful. I think our roster has upgraded. I don't think we have anybody on the roster under 5'8", um, and that's point okay. guards and you know, so we've definitely gotten bigger across the board. You know, we don't have extreme sides like some of the our other counterparts in the SWAC, 
but we're consistent at 6'3 and 6'4 across the board in our post area, 6'2. Um, and we're, we're very athletic. Um, and, and, you know, our kids are, you know, very conditioned. Uh, they really take, and we have a new strength and conditioning coach, uh, Coach uh, Dominique Graham, and he is phenomenal. And he's really uh, challenged the girls and gotten them to another level. So I'm excited about what we're going to be able to present. But the, the jury is still out, you know, who's going to emerge because it's very early. And I've learned not to crown people too soon, you know, um, because because crowns are something that you've got to learn to put on your head. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> and so we'll see. But very excited. Um, I think we, we, we just have natural shooters and natural attackers, um, very good slashers and finishers. I think um, our finishing ability, it has, has increased. And, you know, so, so we'll see. I'm very excited about what's to come. A lot of good kids and um, good, good people. You know, our kids, they, they really bought into this. I mean, even they've inspired me with wanting to do community service. So this is why we're attacking as a goal, as a team goal, 100 hours of community service throughout the course of the year, and staff included, we've jumped in on the challenge as well. And so um, I, we, we just really got some really good, good kids. It's very exciting. Yeah. How would you de define your coaching style um, or style of play? Our, our style, well, you know, we run what, what I've created called the flux offense. And um, flux is a feel and flow. You know, I know people talk a lot about read and react, but uh, you, it's based on spacing. Um, and so when what what's different in transition from a lot of other offenses, which does take a sense to be able to feel a lot of people, you pass and you pass into the offensive shot. That's what the offensive look. That's what most offenses are derived under. And they rotate the ball until they create the action that they want to score out of. And what happens is the people prior to those passes, they get stagnant and they're looking just to make the next pass. Uh, but with our offense, every pass creates about three or four options. Okay. And so transitioning into I'm not, I can't just be a defender. I can't just be a facilitator. I have to be a scorer at all times. I have to catch with my hips to the rim. I have to make sure that I'm running to the right spot. I have to be cognizant of where the ball is and where they're attacking because if I'm not moving when the ball moving, well, I'm taking away their two their two second gap that every player should have on the court based on how we set things up. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it takes a little bit more. Uh, our offense takes you a, a lot more engagement and perception every time you can't just be out there and like, oh, I'm just going to run here. I'm going to run there. You know, so you do have to feel and it has to flow and you have to be alert to that. And so it takes a while to get it. But then once you get it, you become a ball player and not a person who's running offense. You know, you're not running a play. You're, you're, you're attacking. You're, you're, you're strategizing. And so um, I think we got some really good at it and it's starting to open. We're at that space where it's really opening up uh, for them. But I will say this, though, which I'm really good. You can talk to me and you can understand I am an offensive minded person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's not really hard to uh, to 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 to, uh, to figure out. 
so so what I did do, we really do have some really passionate defensive coaches this year. Okay. <laughs> and, our, 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 our passion and our, 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 our strategy to being better defensively is, is something that, and we, we, we do have uh, great athletes this year, not great, but really good athletes and competitors. And so we can play on both sides of the ball this year where we didn't really have to compromise defensively. I felt like uh, too often we couldn't press in moments we might have needed to. We couldn't body up. We couldn't be as aggressive because they had to save our legs to just even try to stay competitive offensively. And I, you always felt like you like were trying to play this this chess game of when to go hard on defense and when to go. And, you know, as a coach, that's not something you really want. You don't want to have to sacrifice on either end. And obviously I'm an offensive-minded coach, so <laughs> defense. It's a sacrifice uh, more, but I have really good, my, my sisters, you know, um, we have this mentality, Coach India, uh, Coach India Elliott, she's here this year with us and uh, what we call ICU defense, you know, um, we, we, we're going to put your, your defensive, your offensive strategy and the vitality of what your offense does in ICU. Um, okay. so it's going to be so fun as her and Coach Brooks is instill this, um, and so I'm 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 really excited about this um, and how they've come up with that and they they're taking it on and you know our first uh, day of practice is um is 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 Monday on the 25th and so we are doing all defense just for the whole week. That's a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's a lot for you. Yeah. <laughs> a lot for me, uh, but I'm committed to it. And, um, I, we, we did break out this ICU like we, we plan. And I, I just think it's going to be so fun and exhilarating. The kids are going to enjoy playing it because they'll see the results. And then when you add that with flux, you know, um, you know, it's just, it's, we're really excited about the year. We're really excited and just blessed for the vision that God has given us to be able to do so much more because this is a lot, you know, these are college kids, you know, and, and, and at this level with short resources and short staff, you can tend to compromise some things and just get out of there, you know, don't take care to don't take, you know, get the best play and just throw them out on the floor and be like, whatever. And our university standard, our athletic department standard is still about getting great kids, getting them degrees, you know, affecting the community and every time you hear something about Texas Southern, you're going to hear that from our president. You're going to hear that from our AD, Kevin Granger, you know, who's also an academia scholarship, you know, like who has a doctor as well, like who does like, so everything here is prescribed to excellence. And so I'm so glad that the environment that we're building for these kids at this level doesn't say compromise. And that's really what I'm more excited about when it comes to everything we're doing going into my second year i really feel like we've got the mentoring on lock we've got mental health on lock we've got community service and so we're removing and rebuking entitlement and we're we're, we're running towards servitude you know we've got our defensive capabilities our athleticism our strength and our conditioning you see we just built a brand new strength and conditioning center that's just opening up you know very soon here so there's so much going on in this campus that breeds an environment of greatness so that the kids don't just have pride but they have skill you know, it's one thing to leave out of college with pride, and it's another thing to leave out of with opportunity. <laughs> great, point. great point. That's true. Very true. And so 
know, to be a part of this in the cups as it's just taking fold and it's finally here. I'm really excited. And so I do think that the kids appreciate that because that's hard today that we have kids that appreciate being in that space and want to do it justice and are proud about what they're going to present on the floor and will do it for each other. They really bought into the tiger way, which is togetherness, integrity, God, excellence, resilience. You know, um, a lot of people don't want to talk about this. A lot of people do shy away from it. But most of all of my players have a relationship with God and they're actively walking in it. I mean, I literally just had a player ask to request a meeting with me the other day. And, you know, I'm thinking she want to talk about the play. She, she was like, hey, coach, can you help me understand this scripture? I was like, what? <laughs> okay. All right. You know, so, you know it, it, it's hard not to speak on these mm -hmm. things and not to declare it and show people and showcase you can do both and you can have you can coach with intensity but you still can provide opportunity for these kids you still could teach mental you can still hold them at a demand they don't have to be hoodlums or you know and which is exactly what i love about what coach prime is doing you know i'm not creating a thug i'm creating a doctor or a lawyer or you know somebody who can compete out the court at the highest level. And um, I'm just, I'm really excited about going into this year. Win, lose, or draw. I know we're building successful people. And this whole team is built and bought into that. And it's it's just, it's, I mean, it's just, and in, in it's, and I mean, like to have complete support of the administration and my AD and like, I mean, you know, I did, we we just we we're really elated to get the season started. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you you're yeah. you're excited and hyped hyped for it. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I, I noticed about you and the women's basketball team, you're very active on Instagram. Yes, we have we've now that's another thing I feel like God has really provided us. Um, we have a new video coordinator um and content liaison content creator liaison um Co coach jay um and uh her name her real name is jillian uh and she's phenomenal and literally i just found that god just broke her <laughs> okay <laughs> no it was literally the day i mean she was working as a content creator for a church and the day before I, I had a grad assistant prior to that, you know, and, and you, you saw what we produced last year. There's no surprise. We didn't have all of this stuff. And um, and she got into school the last day. Like we were literally like, come on, give us one more day so we can get her a letters of recommendation in. And TSU being an academia for the students, work with her to get her in last minute to get her an advisor that is working with her to build her and to, to help her get a master's and pursue higher and she's doing a phenomenal job for us right now you know with getting that out and she's getting a higher education as well and so i mean we we i mean when he said he would provide he would provide and so that's an, another thing where you know, we're just really talking about why we're excited because I realized the the ground, the soil needed fertilization and, mm -hmm. and God has helped me do that. And so we, we have, you know, we also have one of my uh, graduate assistants, uh, executive assistant, you know, um, her Ari, Ari, Ariana Taylor, she, she was supposed to play for us last year here. And, um, 
she ended up getting injured all season long. And, you know, she went through the summer and towards the end of the summer, the injury just didn't seem like it was going to heal. And, um, I mean, she was going to have to go into surgery again. And then they were talking about, you know, possibly coming back in the swag a few, you know, t- towards the end of the swag. And she's already a fifth year senior. And God just spoke to me and was like, don't do that to her. Like, it's time for her next chapter. And so now we have a liaison that can help us with the kids who's a former player from TSU that loves TSU on our staff as well to help bridge some of that gap to get us to the next level. And so she's out here every day working her butt off. She's she's taking on a community service project. She wants to be visible. Like she's taking on all the liaisons for the elementary schools. I mean, we, we just have everybody moving at such an elite level. Um, and then I'm also bringing in another assistant that was a former player for me at, uh, you know, my nationally ranked Marquette team, you okay. know, who's one who's pushed at that level, who's played against the top of the top, who was top 25. In the, and she's, she's still relatively young. She was a point guard. She graduated with over a thousand points, over 500 assists. That, that's going to be able to be a great point guard coach to help mentor our point guards. And so like, I just, I'm, I'm, it's just, you know, when he says he'll work it all out for the good, we just really got better. And the humility um, that God was working with me was saying, we need it more. We need it more. You can't do it by yourself. You, 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 you're running thin, like spread out. And, and I really just got, I mean, got a phenomenal support staff right now. And, and and I'm getting, I mean, even my managers, I don't know if you, but if you, if you look, my managers have an Instagram page, they are taking over social media now too. So okay. if you follow them, if you are out there. What, what is their accounts? Give them some love too. It's basketball managers, WBB okay. managers. So they are like the behind the scenes. They're proud. They, they're running their own stuff. They came up with the thing that like, coach, we doing so much. We would love to show and show that we could get behind the scenes, get ready for trips stuff people don't see how it works i'm like take it and with it my stars so my two uh my two co-head managers really they came up with that on their own and they're they're taking that by you know and they get the girls involved in it and they're running and so what we're doing right now is we have carved out about three or four spaces for young kids who may not be I want to be a basketball pro, but we've also carved out an internship spot that could get them. Our last two interns, one now who who was here last year, who was my graduate, she's now uh, she has a job at the academics uh, with with academics on campus. Okay. She's one mm-hmm. of the academic counselors, and so we're building a situation, an environment, and a program that gets people to be professional throughout it all. So I'm I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for what we're doing here and the, the wisdom to understand wisdom at this spot, what it takes here is more than talent. Does that make sense? It, yes. it takes more than this because these kids need so much. And, you know, I was having a conversation with, with my AD and we were discussing, he has so much wisdom because he's done everything. Like he's been everything at TSU before right. and some capacity mm-hmm. player, you know, man, he's, he swept the floors. He's, mm-hmm. you know, so he's not coming from a hierarchy. Like I, you know, how you can't, like he knows he's been in the trenches and we were just saying, you know, like nowadays when a lot of these kids get scholarships, 
they're going to maybe power five schools and it's requiring less resources for them because you got all these people with the NLIs who are giving them money, you know, but the people who need it, who aren't really receiving those resources are actually having to output more from their families when they're already coming here because this is a little bit less socioeconomic situation. And so we're actually requiring more out of college these days for a lesser resource place. Mm -hmm. So we're asking a lot for our kids. So how do we take what we have and make this environment fertile enough for them to be able to walk out of here and compete with anybody on any level and keep their crowns on. And to have an administration that cares about that is just phenomenal because you don't have to. You know, you can win and loss and, and ship it on out of there and be like, figure it out. Yeah. You know, and my, my mentality is what good is it to have four championships, conference championships, and then you, you return to McDonald's, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. from college, mm -hmm. with the, you know, so, we're really actively building this and, you know, truly thankful for some of the people who have the support, you know, like Kevin Allen and, you know, who are out here every day, who is maybe not in their job description, but they're working hard every day to give extra. And that's what is required. If you work at HBC, you're giving extra outside yes. of your, you know, you're giving extra. And we applaud the people who do that without resentment. You don't always find the people who do it without resentment or anger or I work harder than you. You have that too. And it's just navigating around that because ultimately what we've done is find a way to not cheat the student athlete experience. <clears throat> and ultimately that's all that really matters. And so I think this year you will find girls who are walking out on the floor who don't feel cheated. So they won't cheat. Does that make sense? It sure does, Coach <laughs> Keith. It sure does. <laughs> that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. Excellent. And I commend you and I look forward to seeing the team play this season. Do you have a personal Instagram account or is just a team? I do. Okay. I do. It's just, uh, I think it's Burnett.skeet. <laughs> Are you active on that or just? I am, oh, I am. I am. Hallelujah. Active. I'm <laughs> on there with messages and motivation. I'm, I'm trying to inspire the nation. My thing is check ball. I'm always trying to give people some, and really I be talking to myself sometimes because it's something that God gives me while I'm running in the mornings or something to try to wrestle with the kids, trying to get them to school and get to work. And, you know, I get, get a message to endure, to keep me, you know, to stay. So I stay refreshed too. Um, but I, 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 from time to time, definitely <laughs> have a few, a few quotes and things on there. And most of the time now I'm tagged and all of the stuff that's basketball. So if you hard to find, if it's hard to remember how to spell my name, you can just easily tag me on with, um, from the women's basketball page. But yes, Renette.ski is, is my handle. <laughs> and for those who don't know, because I haven't said it, mm -hmm. what is the team's Instagram account? TSU Women's, hold on, let me not, let me say it accurately. Uh, because I, I'm learning how important Instagram it, I, is yes. to this generation. <laughs> yes, it is. How do you follow, how we find you? Um, it's TSU Women's Basketball. Okay. Spelled all the way out. TSU Women's Basketball, yep. So, yeah. yeah that's, that. that's what I followed. I was like, yeah, they're doing everything on this IG account. So We're, we're really trying to, and again, because like I said, we want to make sure we're engaged with the community 
And, you know, I, I've learned as well that this generation loves to see themselves. <laughs> so <laughs> I like their, their mom's little, you know, I had a mom ask, I said, I said, what happened? You know, she's changed. Like, what, you know, what did you say? Like, what you, you know, was she eating is something different? But she was like, no, I was actually, I never see her on the highlights. <laughs> so she was motivated because her family didn't see. <laughs> so she wanted to make sure she was seen in the highlights because we don't do it personally. We just take whatever is, you know, we, right. <laughs> that was hilarious to me, but I'm like, whatever works. So, <laughs> yeah. My last question for you. Mm. What is your recruiting pitch to get two young ladies to come to Texas Southern and play for you and get an education at TSU? Um, you know, we really talk about the, the first thing is you, you've got to be able to prescribe to the Tiger way. That's it. Cause that's not a negotiable. Cause the one thing that I don't, I could deal with skill level. I could train, I could work, I could deal with anything, but what I cannot deal with, which is what we had to adjust is the, the culture of the locker room. Because if I'm working this hard to create a photograph as a coach, as as a president, as a as a AD, then you can't come damage it. So kids have to be vulnerable in that locker room. They have to feel safe. They have to feel good. Like so, you you cannot compromise the first T, which is togetherness. If you're in that locker room and you are a bad person. Because I say all the time, a weak person is a bad person. You could ask you walk, anybody in my program and you say, hey, a weak person is a what? They're going to say a bad person. Okay. <laughs> that, like, that is something that we, pre because if you watch somebody demean somebody, you might as well do it too. If you watch somebody swing and you don't help, you might as well swing too. And if you perpetuate that as an allowance, then at some point somebody's going to shrink. And nobody is entitled, nobody is good enough to shrink somebody else. If you're on this team, your requirement is to grow. Everything we're doing, everything we're pouring into this, it's to grow. So if you can't prescribe to that and be on the same mission as us, and that means a lot of different things. Like togetherness means you are going to, so if, if we want to win a championship, but you're not in the gym and you're the only person that's not putting up extra shots, well, then you're not with the mission. You've got to state what you're here for. You've got to know what you and your goals can't underachieve or undermine us as a whole. Togetherness is more important than even family, because there are times where family don't know how to get along. Family don't know how to forgive. Family don't know how to get over it. And family is toxic. We allow toxicity and that's not something that's allowed here. Um, and, and and girls, after so many different experiences of AAU and high school and little league teams and friendships and high, like they tired. They tired of that foolishness. They tired of somebody mama hating them because they could shoot better and you better than them and go. And they don't want like they just want the free. They want that relaxation to just grow because now I got to grow and I always got to outdo you. And I'm not a bad person, but my mom and daddy telling me don't be no punk. And I really don't want to have nothing against you, but your mama having you come at me every day. Cause she think I'm, it, it, mm -mm. we don't, mm -mm. that you can't grow like that. You know what I mean? Because now you're not thinking about the best version of you, you know, versus trying to, because greatness is not parallel. If you comparing somebody 
and you're not understanding who actually is your power source, whatever it is, who gave you your strength. So like, if you're doing that, then you, you can't be focused on this, getting your strength from your maker. If you're worried about what somebody else is doing, integrity, which is the eye. I mean, it does speak for itself. You do what you say you're going to do. Um, God, I don't make nobody, sir, but I'm going to hallelujah and thank you, Jesus. If that's offensive to anybody, probably any place for you. You know, it don't mean you ain't good enough. It's just probably in a place. I'm not like your opinion is not going to make me shame. And I think that this society has gotten you can believe whatever you want to believe. But in your belief, it shouldn't hinder me from being able to operate in how I believe. Like we've got to stop that as a society. Like you don't have to agree with it. I'm not baptizing nobody. I ain't taking them to the altar. Of the world. <laughs> None of that. But I'm going to believe what I believe and I'm not going to change that. So I may be walking out here singing church music. You can't have your nose turned up because I'm saying hallelujah. You know, um, excellence, that is the standard and, and the resilience. And I think a lot of today's society only shows the excellence, which isn't bad. But we don't talk anymore about the resilience because we're so prone to posting the results so quickly so it could be seen and glorified and admired that nobody knows how long it takes for the fruit to grow, for that seed to grow, for you to water, for the sun, for the nurture, for the first fruit that may not be perfectly sweet yet, but the next harvest is going to be phenomenal. We don't talk about that no more. Everybody want the Gucci Prada Louis right away. I worked in the gym. I went, you know, I, I ran. I ran three miles. I want to lose 40 pounds. Like, it don't work that way off a tree, not one time. But over the course, you know, of months of this practice, you can begin. And, 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 and that's something that here we try to re-educate is the process of greatness, the resilience of it, why it's going to take not giving up too soon, not getting frustrated because you don't see the result right away. And so it takes a little of that giving up out of the mix, you know. Um, and, and so that was the hardest thing that I was trying to convey last year um, that I feel like from where I got to start this year with this team, it's been easier to teach. You know, and so um, that that is how I recruit. If those things don't spark something in you or resonate into you or be like, man, I would love to know. Yeah, I would love to see how I could exceed greatness and, and, and come into that and make. Yes, I would. And this ain't for you no ways. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it recruits itself, to be honest. <laughs> coach Skeet, thank you very much. Texas Southern women's basketball head coach Vernette Skeet. I'm looking forward to the season. You, Let's you, go. You know. I am ready. I am ready. We on a countdown. We have about 40 days now, so be ready. <laughs> Coach Ski, you take care and keep in touch, 